Welcome to Heart Speak Podcast, episode 234, Freedom to Love. Welcome to the Heart Speak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world, you are welcome. This is a take two because I recorded a little bit earlier, but was unable to download the video. So here we go. So I've been on this wonderful trip around the UK. I started up in Anglesey, which is on the west coast or the island of Wales. It's its own little island. And it was a very strong Druid site and out even further on the tip of Anglesey is a place called Holy Island, Holy Mountain. It's connected to Holyhead or Hollyhead as we know it as the town. But I was so impressed to see these ancient standing stones and sacred sites reminding me of the preciousness of course again of Britain, of Wales, of Anglesey. But these Druidic people, these people who believed in the nature kingdoms, who created these amazing sites, often around wells, water wells and oak trees. And I feel I'm a very old Druid. Though you might see that uh, on special days around Stonehenge, the Druids come together. And they were seen as a threat to the people, the orthodox religions who saw that this was not how they wanted people to worship. There was a God in the sky, not in the earth. And it, it reminds me of really where we are now, this sense of returning to the earth, to returning to our love of Mother Earth and not just as something that we look after, but how she is our mother and, and we are living her dreams, Gaia's dreams. And so important, I felt, to remind ourselves of the preciousness of this earth and how much sacredness there is within not just a stone circle or a standing stone, but actually in the earth, that magnetic field in the water flowing and how sometimes we forget that if a stream is blocked or a river dammed, we've broken and changed the whole dynamic of that area. It's time for us to really listen to the trees and the water and the stones and the fires and, and allow us to flow with them in a very natural way. And then I've just come back from this wonderful retreat in the retreat centre of Hawkwood, which is over by Stroud in Gloucestershire. Again, beautiful piece of land. I talked to the trees, I talked to the streams, and I was with a wonderful group of women. We Together we made 13, 13, a very magical number for women, and we were there for the new moon, this new moon in Aries and the equinox, and it felt as if we were holding open this doorway, this portal, which is what an equinox is about, this equality between night and day, equality, but really, because it's almost like a balance point. So the door opens and you may have felt that as you were experiencing the equinox. This, when we have that level of balance, we have that third option to go through the doorway. And it also started, of course, the Aries new moon, the Aries time of Aries, these new births, these new growths. 
And on the 23rd, we have Pluto going into Aquarius, yay. And it will go backwards and forwards from Aquarius back to Capricorn, as I say, moving backwards and forwards over the next couple of years till probably about November of 2024. And I, I want to talk about this time. There's some things going on on a much more, I would say, mundane level that Pluto is squaring what we call the north and south nodes, the moon nodes, and they're presently in Taurus and Scorpio. And so what I will say just before I move into the much deeper energy around the Pluto into Aquarius, be aware that between now and June, there's going to be a lot of both Taurian and Scorpio energy being stirred up. So Scorpio being more about the dramas, sex, money, other people's money primarily, um, really things that have been hidden secrets. And then we have Taurus, which is about the financial markets, the food industry, what brings us security. So just be aware that Pluto hasn't finished its stirring up of these energies, and that's good for us. We need to bring things to the surface. We need to see where there's prejudice or there's biases or there's abuse going on. And I hope that that will continue to be surfaced through these next few months. But we're just going to move back to the Pluto moving from Capricorn to Aquarius. And you could almost say there's so two totally different signs. Capricorn, the order, the structure, the officialdom the institutions, as we've talked about, or I've talked about many a time, the Aquarius, the freedom, freedom to be yourself, freedom to connect to a much wider group of individuals. So Aquarius has this amazing link to higher consciousness, to other consciousness, to intuition, but its ability to synthesize everything is what's very special about Aquarius. So the synthesizing of information will become more important, not just going by one line of thought. And I hope that we're all doing that, not just listening to one person, including myself, but bringing in different ways of thinking and then checking it in with ourselves. Does this feel right? Does, does this feel true to me? So that when we are working in a more Pluto Aquarian way, it's, we're never going to listen to one opinion. We're going to bring everything together and then take the best opinion for ourselves or for our communities. So Aquarius is so much about discernment, not judgment. Discernment means let me listen to everything and then I'll make my choice from there rather than it's right or wrong. So we're moving, I think, from a more right or wrong, more polarized way, a more authoritarian way where I'm telling you what to do and you'll do it to the Aquarian way, which says, Actually, I won't be blackmailed to be told what I should do. I'm going to listen to all the options. And I'm seeing that happening because the Aquarian way is also about communities. So it's about what's the best options for the community? What do we need to do for our community? What do we need to do for our schools, for our health system, for our politicians? Or what do the politicians need to do for us? And it allows us to say, look, I don't mind what color you are, what creed you are, what religion you are. Let's come together. And I feel that that's something I'm listening to, where people are saying, this is not about your party, political party or your religion, because when we care about the community, we care about our children, those things are put aside. 
And what I'm watching is, if I may say, those who would like us to stay polarized and fighting each other, getting very frustrated because people are saying, look, yeah, I know that person's someone who I don't usually relate to, but we have a common interest. We have an interest that's much more widespread than, than I would say the superficial. What is going to help this community in the long term? And I feel that's what we're all being asked. How do I how do I work now, not even just with my family, but what can I, how can I serve my community? How can I conserve the community in a wider way, which may be, how can I go and meet my neighbor that I might not well know well, or how can I support the school system, or how can I support something? And not just leaving it up to the few leaders or the few people. So Aquarius is about self-responsibility, self-accountability, consciousness, and it's really calling on us as all, as I know I've said before, to say, what can, how do I contribute? What is my piece of the jigsaw I can place down? Now, at the same time, which I think is very exciting, that what we've learned is that since about October 2021, and this comes from a wonderful lady called Elena, who wrote a book called The Cedars, and she writes that from her perspective, from the intergalactic Federation and that those that she hears from, those who have been suppressing the freedom of humanity by laying down laws or literally speaking into our minds, one could say, influencing our consciousness, that they have been banished from the earth for, for various reasons. And they are no longer being able to send their radio waves in to influence our consciousness. And that's great news. <laughs> and, I, and I feel that. And that those who have been working to almost, you could say, block a radio wave, it's happening. But the, those beings that are helping us to do that are saying, we can do that against other ETs, other aliens, but we cannot do it for humanity. In other words, we'll clear the space for humanity to now have that freedom to do what they want to do. But the factor now is that humanity has to wake up and do what they need to do. So humans need to influence humans. So this shift that we're seeing is really fundamental. And as they were describing it, it's like the walls of the cage have gone. But many a time we think that the walls are still there and we're still living on the floor of the cage and not thinking that we have that freedom to love. So this feels like a really exciting time for us. And so it, it calls us back to not only do we have to call on those who have relied on help from the other ETs, realizing they're not getting that help, so they're getting more desperate, but we need to say, you're just another human being. So now, because you're no longer having the help from the other spirits or the other worlds, um, you know, let's meet as equals. Let's, we need to stop putting you up on a pedestal or thinking that you can scare us, <laughs> scare us. We're actually going to be in this space where we're going to do it ourselves. And so this is, I think, where the self-accountability comes in. And whether it's a group of us or whether it's individuals or whether we just say, you know, no more. No more. And that is a really big step that we're taking. 
Then the next piece is, of course, is where we're not loving ourselves and that's connecting to ourselves is where we are having our own battles in our own heads. We're in our own little prison. And they're those beliefs, those beliefs that we allow ourselves to to think that they are controlling us. And in some ways you could say it has been, how can I put this, a radio signal that has been repeating in our minds. So our minds have not been free. So now they're in a place where there is no, nothing coming through that is causing us to um, repeat patterns. We're doing the repeating ourselves. So this is such an important time to recognize that chatter, those little gremlins in the head that just want to go. And I've been very aware of this in myself that when something happens, up come those little chatterboxes. There's that monkey mind and chatters away in my ear about, well, there we are. We told you that would happen. So this time is for us. You know, nobody can help us to do this. We have to listen. And that means be still. That means breathe out. That means breathe out, hold your breath and find a still point where that chatter isn't going on and on and on. Because only then can we free ourselves to realize, wow, I have a choice whether to believe this or not. I have a choice to change the script. I have a choice to make a different decision, a discernment. So it's not to say that something's right or wrong. It's just saying, you know, I used to believe that. I don't believe it anymore. And that ability to be discerning, to make healthy choices is where we are. As I'm hopefully expressing the contract to hold us in a certain place, to not allow us to have that freedom has changed. We now need to take the opportunity that is being given to us to make those changes. And that's really going to be so important to us now. I hope this is feeding your souls. I hope that this manifests in your life. Remember, return to nature, return to the kindness of nature. Remember that it's not about getting rid of any rules. It's about flowing with the natural laws. And anything that goes against natural laws, stop. Stop and say, I, I don't need to try and fight against something. I need to get back into the flow that allows me to know what is loving, what feels freeing, what feels nurturing. And asking ourselves, are those beliefs that I'm following actually nurturing, loving, free, freedom giving? And that's all that matters. That's all the spirit world wants for us, is to find that space. And let us be with each other in that space, in this wonderful community, where we can honor each other and honor ourselves and find that freedom to love. Until next time, take care. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. 
Heartspeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the Archive Podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of Heart Speak.